Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to this week's edition of the Pool Guy Show. Today I'm going to be talking about something that's very common, especially in the summertime, and that is a pool that's unable to hold chlorine in the pool. So from week to week, you're finding that the chlorine is zeroing out, and you may may be putting gallons of chlorine in the pool or tons of tablets in the pool, but the chlorine level is still not holding. So I'm going to go over some of the reasons why your pool may not be holding chlorine week to week. If you're looking for the best app available to automate your billing, organize your pool route, notify your customers, and track your repairs, go to useaquasuite.com. Aquasuite has been built by the pool industry professionals for the pool industry professionals to give us the tools we need to get the most out of our business. Tell them you heard about it on the Pool Guy podcast show for an exclusive offer when you sign up. So I'm going to be covering a lot of ground in this podcast. I'll be talking about TDS, Total Dissolved Solids, High CYA in your pool, uh, low CYA, I'll talk about salt pools and why they may not be producing. I'll touch on nitrates, high phosphates, and just about everything from the filtration of the pool to the runtime. So I should be able to cover um, your problem in this podcast. And one of these things should be what's going on with your pool if you're showing zero chlorine every week. And so if you're a homeowner and you notice that your pool just won't hold chlorine, or if you do pool service for a living, Um, and you notice that you have a new service account or you have an older service account that you've had for a while and you've noticed that when you raise the chlorine level in the pool, it's zeroing out the following week, you may be having some algae problems and you may not know why the chlorine is not holding in the pool. So I'm going to go over some of the reasons why the chlorine is not holding well in a pool. And I run into this myself. In fact, I had one last week that wasn't holding chlorine in the pool and I'll go over some of the ways that you can actually resolve this and get everything back uh, to normal. Okay the first thing that we want to check when the pool's not holding chlorine is how long is the pool running for? So this is one of the things that could be the cause of the problem. The pool's just not running long enough and the water's not circulating and the chlorine's not getting into the water properly. So Check the runtime. I know that um, in off seasons, a lot of people will set their pool to run a lot less. Um, I always like to start setting everything back up to the full runtime in April here in California. So check to make sure that the pool is actually running long enough uh, for the chlorine to be effective in the pool. And also with that, you want to check the filter. Um, usually in March, I do all my filter breakdowns on my service route. So I'm checking the grids in the cart and the uh, DE filters. I'm checking the cartridges and the cartridge filter. If you have a sand filter, make sure that um, it's running effectively and efficiently. You may need to change the sand in your sand filter if it's really old. If, if you notice water quality issues, one of those would be that it's not holding chlorine. So one of the things you want to check first is the pool runtime. If you have a variable speed pump and 
you may have it set at a too low RPM to where it's not circulating the pool. I've had some customers set their pool at, you know, 1,200 RPMs for uh, six hours a day, and then the high speed comes on for one hour at 1,800, and that's just not enough for a full-size pool, you know, 20,000 gallons or so to circulate the water. If you have a rural speed pump, you want to run it at uh, 14 or 1,500 RPMs for 10 or 12 hours a day, and it's not really uh, costing you any money. You're, you're, it's about 120 watts every hour, like having a couple of light bulbs on in your house. So it's not a power problem or an energy cost problem. Um, so and then on high speed, you want to run it at least um, 24, 2800 RPMs to get the water really circulating. And you don't need to run it as long as you're running a low speed. Of course, you may want to just run the high speed uh, for four or five hours a day to get the water circulating in the pool. And that's still going to save you a lot of money because you're not running at the full 3450 RPMs. So the runtime of the pool is critical in circulation and for the chlorine to hold in the pool. The pool has to be running a long time. And if you have a standard speed pump, you can run your pool for uh, 24 hours a day, basically. I mean, it's going to cost you some electricity costs, of course. But these pumps are designed to be run 24 hours a day. Commercial accounts keep their pumps running 24-7, and it really is not going to damage the motor by running it 24 hours a day. I have one pool that is a heavy-use pool. It's a very large pool, and I'm running it 23 hours a day at 2,800 RPMs on the variable speed pump, and that pool is holding chlorine really well. So don't discount the runtime of the pool and the filtration quality. Um, that's one of the factors in the pool holding chlorine. If you do pool service for a living, you may run into this where you have an account with a DE filter and the DE grid has a leak in it, DE is leaking back into the pool. And one thing you're going to notice with the DE filter that has a, a leak and DE is going back in the pool is that it's just not holding chlorine well and the water quality of course will suffer. So um, the filtration and having good filtration is uh, crucial for the chlorine level in the pool and just make a note of that right there as the first thing to check. Next thing you want to check is the cyanuric acid level, CYA, conditioner level of the pool. If you're running it at, at over 200 parts per million, which is not uncommon if you're using tablets in the pool, 2 to 300 parts per million, the reason why the chlorine is not holding is that you need to keep the chlorine level really high for it to hold. So you need to keep the chlorine level at 10, 15 parts per million, and then the chlorine level will hold in the pool week to week. It's because the high level of conditioner makes the chlorine less effective, so you're going to need a lot more, a lot higher chlorine level in the pool um, for you to for you to read chlorine week to week. So if you're running a pool with tablets and it has 200 or plus um, conditioner level, cyanuric acid level, you'll just have to keep the chlorine level really high in the pool week to week for it to be effective. Um, it's one of the drawbacks of using tablets in the pool. Um, but it's one of the things that happens if you try to like keep the chlorine level at, you know, two parts per million. Um, you're not going to achieve that because the uh, high CYA level will make the chlorine ineffective in the pool. So you have to just up the dosage there. And if you have um, really old water, you're going to have a, if you have a high level of TDS or total dissolved solids. This is not talked about much, but basically. Um, where everything that doesn't evaporate will stay in the pool and you know cause the TDS level to rise in the pool. 
For example, if you have a saltwater pool, one of the elements of TDS is salt. So if you drop a TDS meter in a saltwater pool and the salt level is at 3100, um, your TDS is probably going to be around 5000 in that pool, which is really high, but the salt is one of the um, factors in TDS, so it's going to make it higher. So basically, what you know, after the water evaporates, all the stuff is left behind in the water. And as the water ages, I mean, there's some fresh water coming in from rain or when you fill it uh, every week in the summertime because of evaporation. But eventually, the uh, total dissolved solid levels or TDS gets too high and it causes problems with the pool holding chlorine also. There's so much junk in the water that the chlorine just can't hold in the water. So that's also a factor. Now, if you have a salt pool and you convert it over to chlorine, but you didn't drain the water and you left all the salt in there, um, you're going to have problems with it holding chlorine. If you switched over to liquid or tablets even, with all that salt in the water, the TDS level, TDS level is going to be at like 5,000. Um, and it's going to cause a lot of problems with the water quality issues and with it holding chlorine. So be aware of that, that if you do convert a salt pool to a standard chlorine pool, it's probably a good idea to drain it, get rid of all that salt. That way you don't have the problem. I have uh, some pools that I've taken over that had a salt system. They no longer use it, switch over to chlorine, and in the summertime it, they become problem pools because of the high TDS level with all that salt in there that's not being um, converted by the, the salt water generated into chlorine on a regular basis. And since I'm talking about salt water pools, if you have a salt water pool and you're running, you're noticing that your chlorine zeroed out every week, um, there's uh, several things that you can check. Again, make sure that the pool is running long enough. Um, the salt water generator only works when the pool is running, so you want to make sure you have a good run time so that the salt is able to produce. Also check to make sure that the salt output is set. I usually set about 100% and then I go down from there once I see that it's holding chlorine in the pool or reading chlorine in the pool. And so the runtime of the pool and the output of the salt water generator are important factors um, in producing chlorine. If you run a, uh, let's say you have a Pentair IC20 um, salt system, uh, running that 24 hours, you would produce maybe one gallon of chlorine in the pool. So understand that if you're running your pool four hours a day and it's a 20,000 gallon pool, you may not have it running long enough for that salt water generator to produce enough chlorine to keep a chlorine level in the pool. Also, if you have a salt water pool, you need to have conditioner in, in the water also. Um, recommendations for conditioner levels from salt water pools are anywhere from 30 parts per million to 80 parts per million. So you want to have conditioner level, you want to have conditioner in the pool at a good level, basically the same kind of level that you would have if you're using liquid chlorine in the pool so that the sun, sun's UV rays doesn't burn the chlorine out as it's being produced of the pool. So you want to make sure that you have some conditioner to protect the chlorine in the pool that's being generated by the salt water generator. Also make sure that the salt system is actually running. A lot of them will have indicators for a dirty cell It'll be flashing red, or it'll be solid red, letting you know that the salt cell has calcium buildup and needs to be cleaned. So if the plates of the salt cell have calcium buildup, it's not going to produce chlorine. The system won't be running. And then if, uh, with that in hand, you want to also check to make sure that you have the right amount of salt in the water. Most salt systems need at least 3,000 
parts per million of salt to operate. So check the salt level also to make sure there's enough salt in there for the system to run. And any other kind of weird things going on, maybe there's an electrical problem and the salt system is not working. A lot of times the fuse will blow in the Pentair cell and also in the Hayward uh, control panel. So make sure that the cell actually has power going to it. Um, those are some of the factors in the salt water pool that would cause the chlorine level to be at zero. Not running the pool long enough, not having the right salt output level, or having something interfering with the salt water system working like a dirty salt cell. So other things that would cause a low chlorine reading every week in your pool would be um, high phosphate levels. If you live in a rural, rural area, a lot of times fertilizer from neighboring areas will blow into the pool, causing the phosphate levels to go up. Nitrates are not uh, typical, but they can be a problem also. So nitrates and phosphates kind of are similar. They work similarly where they allow, won't allow the chlorine level to be maintained in the pool. Usually with high phosphate and nitrate levels, you have algae blooms in there. And of course, algae will be a contributing factor to the chlorine not holding in the pool. So if you have yellow algae on the walls of the pool, uh, just note that chlorine will be used up from the algae and you need to really treat the algae. Uh, there's many ways to treat the algae. Um, pool RX is a great product that you can put in there that will actually uh, treat the phosphates along with the algae problem all in one uh, shot. You can also use the sodium bromide product to treat the yellow algae. Um, you can use a phosphate or phosphate removing product to remove the phosphates if you want. Um, you, there's many different methods. I personally prefer using the Pool RX. It's easy. You just put it in the pump basket and you let the minerals take care of the algae and it also will prevent, uh, it will also eliminate the phosphate problem because it will eliminate the microalgae and it doesn't matter what the phosphate level is, the Pool RX will keep the pool algae free. It also allowed the chlorine to work more effectively in the pool. So it's a great way to eliminate um, several problems at the same time with the Polar X unit. If you're opposed to using the Polar X, of course, you could use um, the sodium bromine method that I use also. And it's a great way to treat the yellow algae. So high phosphates, high nitrate levels, and also um, algae in the pool will all contribute to the chlorine level uh, being low. If you have black algae, um, the same thing with black algae, it'll destroy the chlorine level in the pool pretty rapidly also. So you want to make sure that if you have a pool of black algae, you treat it and you keep the chlorine levels really high in the pool of black algae so that the black algae doesn't multiply. And I guess I should mention this also, that if you're using really cheap liquid chlorine from Walmart or Home Depot that's been on the shelf for several months, uh, the chlorine itself that you're putting in the water may be really ineffective and um, so you may just be not using the right product. I prefer if you're going to use liquid chlorine to get it at your local pool store. Uh, Leslie's Pools now carries liquid chlorine at, at a lot of their locations. The mom and pop pool stores will have fresh chlorine. I discourage you from buying the liquid chlorine from a Walmart or Home Depot because you're not sure how long it's been on the shelf and it may not be effective to be adding that to your pool and that may be the problem. I've had someone um, email me saying that they're adding like a gallon a day and it's just not doing anything and then I told them to check the chlorine, where did they get it from and they looked and they saw that 
um, the date on the box is like really old and it was just they were using really old chlorine from their local hardware store so and then they switched over to a pool store and the next day he had like a 5.0 chlorine 5.0 parts per million chlorine reading so it definitely is a major thing where you get your chlorine from it's got to be fresh you know, if you do pool service, you leave it in your back in, in the in your backyard. You store it there. You don't rotate your cases of chlorine. Chances are, you know, six months down the road, you're gonna get some bad chlorine uh, because you left you didn't rotate the the uh, chlorine. Basically, the chlorine doesn't have a, a very long shelf life. Liquid chlorine doesn't have a very long shelf life. So, if you don't rotate the stock, um, it can it's gonna uh, be less effective uh, pretty quickly. The bags of shock and the dichlor have a good, pretty good shelf life, probably about two years before you start seeing any kind of um, degradation in the effectiveness of it. But they do. I mean, if uh, I was at a customer's house and they had a bag of, of shock that was like four years old, and I was like, well, I'm going to throw it in there to see if it, it actually has any power left in it just as an experiment. So I put it in the pool, and then I checked the chlorine level, and sure enough, it was like very, very minimal. So... Uh, the shock bags actually do expire at some point also. Um, nothing lasts forever. And one more thing that could be causing very low chlorine levels week to week is if your pool has a leak, a water leak of some kind. And if you have an autofill, in-deck autofill, you may not even notice the water leak. But um, this could be a possibility too. If you have a salt water pool, you'll notice that the salt level is dropping if you have a leak in your pool. But if you don't have a saltwater pool, um, you may not notice that the water is leaking from the pool. So you definitely want to also address that if you do have a pool leak that's causing the low chlorine readings every week. So let me address some ways to fix the pool. Sometimes the pool just needs a really good shock to bring the chlorine level, level up really high so that it can hold the chlorine level in the pool. You may have some combined chlorine going on in your pool causing this problem. Um, you would have like an ammonia type smell in some cases if that's the case and you have really high combined chlorine. Um, you notice this smell at maybe a hotel or if you're on vacation, you walk by the pool and you notice like a ammonia Windex type smell. And that's not a good smell. That means that there's combined chlorine going on there in the pool and that means that the chlorine is not effective and it could be zeroed out at that point also. Um, so if that's the case and... Um, you notice that the pool has that odor, or if the pool is just not holding for some other reason, shocking the pool, bringing it up to 20 to 30 parts per million will usually get things back in shape for you, and this this will get you a head start to get the chlorine to be able to be stabilized in the pool. So you can do that. You can bring the pool up to a really high shock level and see if that does the trick in bringing um, the chlorine level back up and stabilizing it. Another thing you can do is do a full drain of the pool. If you have uh, really high TDS, total dissolved solids, you probably would want to drain the pool at least partially or completely down and refill it with fresh water. This is a great way to um, start over, basically. If you have really high cyanuric acid levels in the pool and you do a drain, just be aware that if you have a, a plaster pool, that the cyanuric um, cyanuric acid has been known to stick or embed itself into the plaster itself so that when you refill the pool don't be surprised if the cyanuric level is high again pretty quickly so if you do have you know extremely high 
CYA levels in the pool. I suggest draining the pool and then doing an acid wash to eliminate any cyanuric acid that may be left on the pool surface itself and then refilling the pool and that will get rid of it. Um, there is the reverse osmosis trucks. So you can hire them to come to your house and they will uh, filter the water for you with these trucks with these gigantic sand filters and sediment filters and um, pretty much give you fresh water without really losing too much of the water. I believe they can save about 90% of the water now. Um, so it's a great way to save water, but it is a little bit pricey. So you can check that. You can look it up. You can Google uh, reverse osmosis for your pool, and you'll see the truck that they use. Um, the reason why it's so expensive is these trucks are like $100,000 $100, for the truck itself for the process. So um, if you want to do that, you can also look that up there. Um, but draining the pool, water is pretty cheap in most areas. You can just drain the pool all the way down, acid wash the pool if necessary, and then fill it up with fresh water. If you do do a partial drain, I would say go down about two feet from the tile line, and that will give you a good amount of water uh, to replace in the pool. The pool is kind of like an optical illusion. The, um, the higher you get in the pool, the more water there is. So two feet is typically standard draining a pool and getting uh, putting fresh water in and this can correct um, high salt levels in your pool if you have too much salt for your salt water pool it'll correct cyanuric acid levels that are high and it'll also uh, correct some of the TDS issues you may be having with your pool a partial drain so you can do that also to correct the problem I mentioned the pool RX earlier if you're having algae problems with the pool or phosphate problems and it's causing the chlorine not to be not to hold in the water. Uh, the Polar X is a, is a good solution. You can also use the Remington Solar uh, Sun Shock. It's a similar thing to the Polar X where it'll use a copper um, anode on the bottom and the solar. It has solar panels on top, and it'll have the similar effect of the Polar X in your pool. And there are other mineral technologies there out there that you can use in the pool like the Zodiac Nature 2 or the Frog, but those require plumbing of the system. So that's why I suggest the Pool RX. It's pretty easy to, to use that product in your pool, and it will help um, enhance the chlorine and help it hold in the pool if you have a problem pool. So you can see there's a lot of different factors that could cause your pool not to hold chlorine. Um, of course, I addressed high cyanuric acid levels. You could have really low cyanuric acid levels in your pool, which means it's below 30 parts per million. And so you might, you want to check that at the beginning of the season to make sure you do have some cyanuric acid in the pool. If you're running your pool with no cyanuric acid in it, the sun's UV rays will just burn the chlorine off within an hour or two. Um, it's pretty ridiculous here in California how hot it can get and how high the UV index can get in the summertime. So you do definitely need to have some cyanuric acid level in your pool uh, so the chlorine doesn't burn off. So... Again, a lot of factors, the pool runtime, not running the pool long enough, having a poor filtration system causing that problem. You have phosphates and nitrates and algae that could cause this problem. Um, also, you could have um, too much cyanuric acid or too little cyanuric acid, and you could have a saltwater pool that's not generating for different reasons. And I guess I'll touch on a couple obvious things too before I close. Uh, one of them is ducks in the pool that will really destroy the chlorine level. And that'll be pretty obvious. You'll see their waste all over the bottom. And you'll probably see them swimming along the top of the pool. A lot of dogs swimming in the pool will have the same effect. Dogs in the pool will eat up the chlorine level pretty quickly. 
and of course a pool with heavy use. So if you have a pool that you're using every day in the summer and there's five or six kids in there, uh, figure the chlorine is going to be zeroing out all the time. The heavy use will cause this to happen. And so those are like some obvious things to look for. Um, but I just have to mention those in case that's what's happening to your pool. And so if you're a homeowner and you're taking care of your own pool and you're looking for more help, you can check out my website at swimmingpoolarine.com. I have a lot of helpful web pages there and links to products and also videos. And I have an ebook and a print book available that will help you with your pool care needs. And if you do service for a living, you may want to check out my coaching program. Currently, I have over 180 members in the coaching program and it's growing. And if you are interested in expanding your business or if you're new to the business and you need help with anything out on your pool route or business help, definitely think about joining. You also get great discounts on your general liability insurance as well as other products. You can learn more about my coaching at the poolguycoaching.com website or from my primary website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And so I have a lot of great resources out there for the homeowner and also for the pool service professional. This podcast has been brought to you by InyoPools.com. InyoPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. And the podcast is also brought to you by the Riptide Pool Vacuum System. The Riptide is a powerful vacuum system that will allow you to get large debris off the bottom of the pool rapidly. To learn more about the Riptide, you can visit their website at www.riptidevac.com. I hope you found this podcast helpful. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.